0: It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Yo, be a father. If not why bother son. A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to the child. Be a father to the child.
1: This is KGB. What up is DJ EFN?
0: Yeah, and this is your boy, Manny Digital, and this is the Fatherhoods Podcast. Yeah, hey, hey. Did I nail that one? I feel like I nailed yeah. that one.
1: Yeah, you got it, man. All right. Yeah, I think we can stop talking about our intros after this one.
0: Oh, shit. That, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that shit's got to be annoying. Sorry, listeners.
1: <laughs> actually, we're going to make an intro that actually has an intro in it. So
0: <laughs> An yeah. intro
1: within the intro. Yeah, an intro within the intro. That's gonna be What's up, fun. fellas? Everyone good? Yeah,
2: man. How you guys doing? How's the cold weather treating you, Manny? I was just about to say I'm
0: freezing my tits off over here, but otherwise, it's all good. Are you in- kids,
2: are, kids are not in school, right? Or they are?
0: Yeah, yeah, they're in school.
2: I was hearing that they're like letting kids out early or telling them not to come in because of the frostbite are you- at the bus stops. <laughs> are, you in the, are, are you in the actual polar vortex? Is that what? Is that what they it is? It's, just, it's cold as cold the, as the top of Mount Everest.
0: Nah, we ain't got that problem over here. Uh, okay, I think probably the Midwest then. Yeah. The mid, the, I heard Minneapolis is getting slammed.
2: DC no, is cutting schools. Supposedly the uh,
0: South, right. the South is going to be affected now. So it's, it's supposed to be pretty serious. We just, we just got some flurries. It wasn't a big deal.
1: Oh, McFlurries. Yeah. Your favorite. Right. <laughs> you no, know, you know what I wanted to, um, go back to real quick is, uh, and this was actually our offline conversation after last episode was, mm-hmm. um, the whole conversation to you about that feeling after the red man show, after your red man show. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's just revisit that real quick. Cause that, okay. It... So inform, inform the listeners here. Of, of... So,
2: so yeah, so we, you know, we did this show uh, a couple weeks ago and I was explaining to you guys that, um, everything went well. The show was great. Everybody, you know, loved the show. It was a great show, but I kind of walked away with like not having that feeling that I usually get from like, you know, I don't know. Do you know the reason why we we you know we, we got into this business and this industry and this culture to start with, it's just like I find myself trying to seek and, and look for that feeling and I didn't I didn't have it that night and I'm like, what the hell? Red man's one of my favorite artists. This is a great show. Everybody's having fun. And um it just was weird for me that day. I just, you know, didn't have that feeling. And then you were explaining that you thought it was because it was uh here in Home Base and
1: <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, like home home base slash now you have a baby, right? You have the right like you have not that not that um you're trying to go nuts or whatever and that kind of thing, but it's like you I feel like almost in the back of our minds we have to have more discipline and self control and just knowing that we've got you know a, a kid to look after like we got to get home and make sure that we're on point so it, you know it's it's not like you can just party hard and forget about right. the world right exactly exactly that, right. that'd I'll... be that'd be my thought because this to me this is kind of like the first the first of that type of event that you've thrown since right you've had since you've had your dog yeah
2: and you might be right because i was also explaining to you that I, we went to chicago not that long ago and um and I, you know, and and, and I got in, in a zone, you know, it's kind of, basically, it's, it's not necessarily just a feeling. It's like a zone that you, yeah, like the zone. And, and you're like, get inspiration. And from seeing other, you know, artists and other DJs doing things, and you're like, oh, you know, it's just that feeling of like, yeah, this is, this is what I fucking, you know, this is why I love this shit. So, you know, I was watching actually just blaze spin. Um, we were at the house of blues in Chicago and, you know, I was just there, you know, off to the side pretty much by myself. Sometimes Charlie was around. Um, and I'm just vibing out just, you know, watching the set and, and I got that feeling, you know, in that in that mode, you know, and I would have said that, it, you know, because maybe my girl's like, oh, maybe, you know, because of drinking or whatever. And nah, I kind of drank the same in both of these events. You know, I wasn't like really super fucked up or anything like that. So it wasn't the drinking thing. It, it was just that, well, I didn't think about being out of town versus not being out of town. And, and, and I think you might be right And thinking about it again. And I even spoke to my girl about it. You know, it was like it made sense.
0: Can you describe the feeling? Because you, you, uh, offline, you you d- described it in a way that I don't think is clear to people. It wasn't to me until you mentioned it. I mean, it's difficult to
2: describe it. I just think, and, and I remember talking about it with you guys, and I, and I kind of referred to K maybe understanding more than you, right? You know, but, but I think anybody that, that well, I can only associate it with, with entertainment, but me, like, for example, as a DJ, getting on the turntables and and you being in a zone and the whole crowd is you know is, is jamming to what you're playing and you just got you're in pocket and you just get this feeling you're like in a zone and but you could also get that same feeling as a fan you know mm-hmm. like like you're like sitting there watching something and it's like it's it's in pocket it's it's like the purest whatever you just get into a zone you know and yeah. it just and it inspires you for when you're going to go back and do whatever you're gonna do and and it's kind of like that synergy and that back and forth that kind of keeps you like fueled to do what we do because if not you kind of lose all passion for it basically yeah and you know I was telling my girl not that long ago too that I'm like look I that you know I need to I need to sometimes get away because I'm trying to I need to stay inspired and you know, and we talked about it, I think with one of our guests before uh, a couple episodes back it's just about it's hard to feel inspired when it's like you know daddy duty you know being you know being at home and and and, and it's not anything bad to to the family but if you make your bread and butter off of something that you have to be a creative it's and you need that inspiration you kind of have to f- figure out how you're going to get inspired and and that's does it make any sense though that what i'm talking about the zone of the inspiration yeah. or the feeling
0: yeah yeah totally
2: it's hard to
1: describe though yeah think of the zone as i mean even as a if, if we're taking ourselves as fans as when we hear a song that you know that was a classic song for right. us or, or we're all of a sudden we're just in the moment with that feeling and there's no, there's no stress. There's no pressure. You feel, you know, you're in a, you're in a creative feeling as opposed to thinking like, oh man, I got to go, you know, do X, Y, and Z. Right. But you're just, you're not thinking about that. And I think, I think especially if you're, you know, if you're really committed to parenting and all that kind of stuff, that, that, that zone, um, can get interrupted by those feelings of just paranoia or just wanting to make sure that you're on point or thinking about you know too far ahead in the future of like i gotta do this i gotta you know I right do that
0: zone yeah. zone zone
1: Try, trying to find the balance of, of that zone like you've been in a club manny and um and
2: you know like like he said a, one of your a, a record that brings you back to a certain time and you just like you might be a little tipsy, but you're just there. You don't care. You're just jamming out. It's just you and the DJ at that moment. I'm, you know, like I'm, that the,
0: song. I'm the definition of, and it doesn't have to be a club vibe. It could be, you know, just <laughs> chilling anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm the definition of dance like nobody's watching. When those moments strike, yeah. I just act a goddamn fool. And I know I totally get what you're saying. That vibe yeah. is like, but it's almost you know it becomes, and I, you know, I hate to correlate it with drugs, but it becomes kind of a drug that you chase, right? Well, that that's why I
2: think alcohol sometimes plays a role or people that obviously more than alcohol in the entertainment industry, all kinds of drugs, because what happens is obviously as, as the pressures of whether you're doing this professionally or just in general stress of life, it's harder to get in those zones. So alcohol drugs obviously help you loosen up to open you up more to that, to that zone, unfortunately. Yeah. So, but yeah, it it is, it is
1: likened to that. And, and yeah, so,
0: so, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, yeah, go ahead, Kay.
1: No, I was just gonna say, I, I generally have a hard time getting into that zone um, when I when I go out because I feel like, especially if I'm home and I and I go out because I I don't um, like I really I really want to make sure that I'm not coming home and being uh, having drank too much and got and I don't want my son to see me. That's not really an issue for me these days now that I'm older. Um, right. but, but you know it, it it's also just like I just want to be on point, right? And I want to be able to to know if something goes goes wrong, that I'm ready to to tackle it. even when I'm away. I, you know, it's like I can get in those zones sometimes, but even but I've always got in the back of my head like uh, kind of an anxiety of I hope everything's all right at at home. you know, if something goes down, I want to make sure that that you know some someone could reach me if and there's no issues you know so it's i'm always feel a little, a little slightly stressed um so it's nice when when you are able to all of a sudden hit that zone pocket and 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 it you know then it and let it just go gives you a, yeah it just gives you a little kick of yeah, energy yeah. you know it doesn't have to be a long time but when you do feel that and then you know i think that's probably you know i could I could uh compare it to a meditation in a, in a sense those zones that people feel or people who do sports, you know, they they get away and they get in that zone. So
2: yeah, it's even and it's even enhanced more when you're the artist or the creator and you get in that zone and it's all you're in pocket and it's working. So imagine as a fan it's one thing, but it's even crazier when you're the one, you know, doing something and and you're getting that reaction, and you're putting everybody else in the zone.
0: Ooh. I can't you know even imagine. I'm yeah, that's so just that, crazy. That,
2: and and the thing is, these are addictive things because you're always trying to, to 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 search for that again. And that and it's it's very much like drugs and alcohol hmm. because when you're drinking, I'm a drinker. You're you're always trying to search for that good time that you had drinking. And out of probably out of five times that you drink, you know one of those times is that zone that you get that perfect sweet spot where it's like, you're not too fucked up. You're buzzing just right. You know what I'm saying? And you're happy. And, and, and that's what, and the, you know, in the long term is the negative effects because you're searching for something and whatever. That's, that's down on, that's another podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so something you guys said earlier, you know, just the whole working from home aspect and, and par- parenting as you're working from home, right? Like I find it, very challenging to be productive at home, and I mean, throughout my career, even before kids, like I've had the opportunity to work from home for an extended period of time, and I found it to be, uh, you know, in my in my you know my corporate environment that I'm used to, out of sight typically is out of mind, and that was something that I struggled with. But then, just generally, like sitting behind a screen or what have you for hours on end now with kids is always interrupted and as soon as you know first you know my 2-year-old is the one that's at home most of the day when she comes and she breaks my stride for me to get that back yo it it could take me it could take me a day like more yeah it could take me a while
2: i have issues where i can go days where i can't Uh, that's another zone i gotta
0: get into (laughs) yeah it's crazy and 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 to the same you know in the same vein like it is you're right it's a zone you have to kind of get yourself into what i found to be helpful like and and it sucks because i have ample space in my house like i purposely bought a house with ample space with a basement and all this shit so that i could technically really have a home office yeah and get and get away so i gotta go to starbucks and the chaos and calamity that happens at Starbucks doesn't doesn't affect me. Oh,
2: okay, I see what you're saying. Which
0: is crazy. I mean, I'm there with my headphones. I'm not listening to shit. I'm just tuning people out, basically. But right. I'm able to get more done. And it sucks. Like, I hate it because I have all this space. Why the fuck am I giving Starbucks? And I got to buy a coffee because I feel like a dick if I'm just sitting there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, so do y'all struggle with that? I mean, Kay, I know you, we're all uh, kind of in the same I
1: haven't I haven't had. Well, yes and no. I mean, it is. So for me, doing any kind of independent work, work from home, like I've never had a issue. I I prefer that. I'm just I'm pretty self-disciplined and, you know, I I prefer to work that way. Um, Having a kid and being at home and getting work done, that is there's definitely challenges to that um i totally get the whole like when you need to get something done and you're in that work zone and then there's an interruption that that's definitely tough um i've tried to flip it a little bit and try to use it it as best as i can as a teaching moment for him like to teach him
0: hey discipline
1: you you like me being home right so you can't come running in the room and start yelling when i'm on the phone or you know interrupting right. me that kind of stuff it's like would you you know i'm like would you rather i be at home and work or would you rather i go to office and you don't see me during the day
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know you you decide on that one so i mean and in I the back remi- you know and the, it's and a reminder right
0: in, <laughs> in know, the back uh, of your mind you're like please pick the good one please <laughs> pick the one i stay home
1: <laughs> but it's a, you know it, it's a reminder but i think um little by little he starts to understand like all right i gotta <clears throat> you know when daddy's on the phone i gotta i can't interrupt him i gotta and so i think that's a good thing yeah um yeah see it, I, it, it is it, it is tough especially like on the creative side of things that's a whole nother issue like actually sitting down and creating something getting disturbed during that mode that you know that's hard to come come yeah. back from what I was going to say is, you know, I'm not at the
2: at the point where you guys are at, where you have kids running around and, and interrupting right now. You know, I have the baby and the issue that I'm having is that even if let's just say my girl, you know, gives me the time or carves out the time for me or or says, go do your thing. Like often she'll be like, I'm I'm not stopping you. Go do your thing. You know, like what happens to me is being at home, have, knowing that they're in the house, knowing the baby's here. It's like. I feel, feel guilty, guilty <laughs> even though I know that what I'm doing is, what, is what, you know, it's what's helping pay the bills and I feel guilty and I feel like, like I, I don't, I want to go in and, and look at my daughter's face or play with her or be around her. And, and you know, it's that push pull and it's just, it, and it, it tears my mind apart and I can't concentrate.
0: You know, certain things. But I tell my
2: real. The guilt, yeah, the
1: guilt. The guilt is a real thing for sure. Yeah, man.
0: I tell my wife all the time. I'm like, yo, stop fucking setting me up, because I tell her, yo. And you know, I feel compelled to like check in and be like, yo. For instance, uh, before the podcast today, I went to go hoop with my buddy, right? And so before I went to go hoop, I was like, yo, at this time I'm gonna go hoop. Probably gonna take me this long. Like I detail it out as specifically as I can, because of the same thing, like the guilt. But then she comes back and she'll be like, no, it's so cool. Go do your thing.
1: <laughs> right. It's our own guilt, right? It's no one's really putting it on us. Well, she Sometimes, does it. So, yeah. okay. She okay. does it. Passive aggressive. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like she'll do it in a way where it's like, no, mete. Mete. and I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it could be passive aggressive. And and it just sucks because, like, I, I try to explain to my girl that, first of all, I'm, it's difficult for me to concentrate. I truly have ADD. Yeah. I truly am dyslexic. Like I, it's like I. Ha, it takes me probably longer than it takes the average person to do certain tasks, because I'm like, like I, I'll go back and forth tasks, you know, until like I have my way. And I mean, I'm a grown ass man. I'm 43 years old, so I'm not gonna learn new new tricks to the trade. But whatever I've done and however I've done it has gotten me to where i'm at today mm-hmm. and i've accomplished certain things so i have my methods now but those methods definitely don't don't go well with family life working from home any of that because i literally have to like lock myself in the room you know and zone out <laughs> yeah and just and be and i'll and before i know it i've been working like have you ever you ever find yourself in in, in so let's just say the day you're you're not in a zone you could barely get like one or two things done. but Then you find yourself the day you're in a zone, yo, I'll knock out like 30 things and I'll even be like, damn, I killed the game today. Yeah. You know? And and it's just crazy how that, that, that time, you know, works for you when you, when you have it. And, and my girl, like she gets mad at me because I'll be like, like, I'll be like, um, you know, like if I'm doing father, I'll be like, Oh, don't you, you know, like, like, don't go to your grandma. I won't say go to your grandma's, but like, it'll be this thing where it's like, if she leaves, I'm insinuating that kind of helps me. Right. And it's offensive to, you yeah. know, to her to a degree. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I get it. <laughs> I'm, that's the most frustrating thing for me. Like when, when you have those moments of like super Uber productivity and then yeah. it's like it's- clarity yeah you like yeah Yeah, you would back to back to the theme of the show so far like you're in that zone zone, yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. you in that swiss beats moment (laughs) yeah yeah. and it's it's crazy but then it falls off so rapidly and for you to get that shit back (laughs) it's like it's terrible man it's a war
2: terrible and then let you try to sleep at night thinking about paying bills in the future because you'll be like man i can't get two things done. How the hell are we going to have a future?
0: <laughs> Yo, it's it's serious shit. And then now my, my daughter's thing is, "Daddy, can you play with me?" And that shit kills me, bro. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I don't know, I got to stop it cuz she's relentless, too. And then she knows she's cute and she knows how to fucking, you know, get you. So I go, "All right." So now our thing is like she got these little like uh, Peppa Peppa Pig dolls or whatever, yeah. and we we play and, you know make voices happen and shit like that but it's it's a great experience but it again that's a that's a big one that kind of just drives a stake through whatever the hell I was doing and I have to come back to it in like a week when my mind is right again
1: but isn't it also like when when they stop and ask you to play with them when you're in the middle of something like a lot of times that happens to me as well and and you know I might say no nah, you know no I can't right now but then then the guilt happens again i'm like damn you know i've got of I, i've got limited time for for him to be at this age yeah, and it's also everything. like i don't i don't want him to remember his dad as like oh he all he did was work and you know he didn't want to like those kind of typical feelings right. or memories that that kids often talk about like oh you know all he did was work. I mean, I didn't... Well, it's better than all we did is live in the streets. <laughs>
2: my dad, he was, he was a, yeah. shit. <laughs> it's a fucking bum.
0: Yo, but, but yeah. dead ass, like, I always think about you, Kay. Um, like, you know how you mentioned, you know, with the co-sleeping and whatnot, like, there's limited time that the kid even wants you around, right? right. And yeah. so that's been more on my mind lately, especially with my daughter. when she's asking me to play i try my best not to shove her away because of that exact statement that you made i'm like well shit when she's 16 which is a blink away she's she's gonna want to be out and about she's not gonna want nothing to do with me so right take the opportunity now that i have it because i could be at a nine to five regular job and i won't see her for the whole day
2: but you see what's where's the middle ground here like how do you get shit done how, you know, how do right. you, how can you be an yeah. independent entrepreneur? You know, it's one thing if you go to a nine to five right. and then you come back, you got n- you, you, like, you know, there's, you got nothing else. Like you can't, you know, there's no excuse. Like you, I got to go work. Sorry. And this is my job. And then you come back and then you do the family thing. But when it's up to you, then that's a whole other thing, man.
0: Uh, for me, the best thing has been escaping. Like take a window of four hours, five hours in the day and just go. And the earlier, the better, but that shit, you know, you got, you just got to be diligent about it. That's how it's been working for me. Now that you got an office, you got to take advantage of that shit. (laughs) Bro. No comment.
2: And then, you know, of course, every day there's a new task that has, the family has to do together. (laughs) Uh, It's, it's her doctor day or it's, this, you know, or this, you know, whatever, I don't know. Today we have to go to the grocery store. Duh! And, then, <laughs> and it's like, these things are in like, perfectly calculated times of the day. Where By the time you finish this, you have to do this. And the window of doing anything, like, you have to rush. And it's like, the way I operate is like, I'm not going to go in there and, like, you know, oh, yeah, that hour, I'm going to knock it out in that hour. You
1: know? Nah. You'll have a little more uh, window of opportunity once she starts school. They got that to look forward to. I mean, I want to get us.
0: <laughs> we'll get get us to that point. Yeah, four years, bro. Four years. It's a long
1: time. I know. Bro, a long time. I know. Unless you do the preschool action.
2: Yeah, you, you know it's funny because we talk a lot about our, our, you know, our, our parental history or you know with our fathers, and I often think about my my pops. Like, although he wasn't in my life that much, you know, I still, you know, he it was a back and forth some, you know, at times with him and he, he went up in, in terms of like the money he had, like he, you know, like I call him like the, the three times millionaire, you know, like, Mm. like he, you know, he would go and then he'd go broke, he'd go bust, and then he'd build it back up and this and that. And, and I just, I'm just, it makes me nervous, you know, like, that's why I'm like, oh man, I got to like, I feel on edge. Like I got, we got to keep working. We got to keep creating. We got to keep finding new opportunities. We, we got to keep doing stuff and if i feel that i've cut my productivity in 50% because you know 50% because i have now my family i'm like it's like I, do i want to be known as like you said like the father that's working too much but then maybe that's the like you have to do that so that you can provide for this family like what would they have rather have had the the father that didn't work too much and
1: they they struggled financially? Well i think you also you're also in a in a pretty crazy time, age-wise, right? This is the, like this first year. Like I told you before, it was yeah, the yeah, first yeah. year, my right first up. year, I was totally out of whack, right? And so, I, I think you're still in that zone because there's really no zone, like, zone, 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 right zone, here, zone, zone. zone. But there's no real normal feeling. Yeah, everything's the, like there's not a whole lot of um, routine yeah. action. You know, once, once, once she's at an age where you have, I guess more of a routine for the family and the way that the days kind of... Structured. Work. Yeah, I think you'll probably have less paranoia about that stuff.
2: Right. But, you know, we are in the now, and opportunity is today, not tomorrow. So I don't know know what tomorrow will be. I might have... I'm nothing on the table in in the near future and we will have plenty of time
0: i <laughs> mean i mean what what dj efn is trying to say is all the people <laughs> listening please invite your friends and your family members so we can grow our listenership and we don't have to worry about this shit you know
1: subscribe we should... rate comment Wait, do we have a donate button you donate? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, don't no get on that patreon we're, we're good right now we don't need <laughs> to... we, won't, we won't harass you for uh... <laughs> Not yet. donations yet
2: but but you know you're right I, and i did admit the other day um that i finally do feel that like this this first year really taking an effect on, on me and so hopefully yeah things get better but people always say it gets better it gets better and i mean it, for a second you're like oh it's better in certain aspects but other
1: aspects it gets a little bit more complicated or difficult until you have your second one Pow! And then you back. And then you back on the starting block.
0: Again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it, know, man. It's easier. It's. I mean, you, su- you suffer with a new baby, but once you go through it one time, it's slightly yeah, easier the next. The thing. Yeah, man. You build up the tolerance. I want a fo- I still want a fourth, bro. If my wife is listening, I want a fourth kid. Fuck. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's been it's been on my mind lately. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit. sighs> Yo, different topic. Yeah, moving on.
1: <laughs> moving on from moving on from the zone. A uh, so I was reading the news and there was a, a random article in the Washington Post, just like a like one of those kind of I don't know, like a question and answer, you know, those columns where people write in and shit like right. that. And um this woman wrote in saying that, you know, she was at her mom's house with her four-year-old daughter. And uh, you know, the daughter loves grandparents, but then daughter did something, and then all of a sudden the the grandfather snapped, yoked up the,
0: oh. on the shoulder,
1: started screaming at her and like trying to discipline her. And then, you know, once he was done, told the the mom, like you know, she 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 needed to learn, you know, control or whatever, and she, and, and so the woman was like, "Damn, should should uh, I'm not feeling good about this."
0: <laughs> like, yeah. What, She you know? wanted to report the gramps. Just like
1: <laughs> now, it's fucking up the relationship because she doesn't want, you know, the the daughter is the the little baby is scared of the grandfather now, right? And also, <laughs> like, she doesn't want the grandfather around like limiting the, the time with the grandmother now because because of the way the grandfather just act. So I mean I guess the, the big question is like what do you guys think about in terms of other family members disciplining your kids or giving input into what your kids should or shouldn't do and you know how, how much do you have the how much how much authority do you guys allow any any other Folks outside of yourselves, with your
0: kids. Can, can I tell you a quick story? So, just t- this kind of, I think, gives a, a sense just generationally how things happen, right? So, on uh, my block in the Bronx where I grew up, it was very much that whole "it takes a village" type of mentality. Right. So there were a lot of like semi-single to single-parent households on the block, and you had a diversity of people. But generally speaking. You know, it was a it was a woman centric clique that was overseeing the block, and so all these moms had like this secret society type shit, where they would snitch when necessary to each other about what their kids were getting into, and in some drastic cases would even like yank you by the ear and haul your ass upstairs to <clears throat> you know to face punishment or what have you. So, depending on the degree, so like again, th- these aren't even. Direct family members in in this example, right these are they grew up, you grew up as family technically right. or not technically, right. but this is you know they're strangers, they're not blood, so <clears throat> with that same you know i guess framework, I'm very much of the belief that that's useful, but it 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 really has to have some sort of boundaries because once you start getting physical with kids you know that aren't yours. Or even aggressively speaking to them, you know, yeah. on some like, I'm gonna fuck you up type shit. Like that shit doesn't work. But I do, right. I do appreciate in my world. Like I do appreciate. I, actually, I wish my mom would be a little tougher on my kids, cause she just she lets them run her over, and that's you know for her that's like that's what a grandmother's supposed to do. I don't give a fuck. I discipline y'all. Now let me enjoy them and let them do whatever the fuck they want.
1: But how do you know if you're on the same page
0: as uh, not even just you,
1: number. you and your girl? Like
2: maybe yeah. you you might have a different outlook, and your girl might not appreciate your mom's doing certain things.
0: My my wife and I are pretty much on the same page with all this stuff. The way we look at I mean, so the, I guess what I'm talking about with our you know parents is more on the on the kids running them over side of things versus the grandparents disciplining our kids. Right, so it's it's the opposite actually, but we tell our uh, the grandparents we tell them look, whatever rules you establish in your house, let them run wild and do whatever the hell you want them to do in your house. We've never had a circumstance where any of our family members did anything of this of a disciplinary nature to our kids outside of like correct them if you know if somebody's trying to walk in the in the street in the parking lot or whatever you know. Yo, don't do that shit. What's wrong with you? And then that's the extent of it. So we've never had that issue, but I wouldn't be opposed to it to a degree.
2: I I think it might not be a bad idea to let the family members know what they're allowed to do. Yeah. It might sound weird, but yeah. at least it doesn't leave any room for interpretation or, or whatever. Like it's just be like, you know, whatever let's say your 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 mom the grandmother you could be like hey mom you know me and me and, and my wife we don't agree with you know hitting our child so you know please refrain from hitting her you know but you know if something happens call us let us know you know or you might be like hey you know give her a nice spanking if she does something wrong i'm okay with that you know you did you did right by me you know the spankings whatever whatever i think having that conversation because then sometimes you know the other the other family member might be put in a weird position and they don't know what to do. And so maybe by kind of like opening up that dialogue, you kind of set some boundaries and some rules where you feel comfortable on what can happen. And ultimately, you'd be like, yo, if you got to do something, just call me first, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that makes it,
0: sense. It's, that's a good strategy. I mean, it's a simple one. I wouldn't have thought about it until, a, unfortunately, until a situation occurs <clears throat> where... You know, you observe it, and you're like, "Yo, shit, I'm not with that shit." And then, then it then it snowballs into like the family divide, you know, very quickly. Yeah.
2: You got to be preemptive because, I mean, obviously, I'm in a smaller family dynamic, but I find myself like telling my mom uh, things that, and this is, this is stupid things, not like you know, like you know, the how to feed her what, did, and my mom's like, you know, I raised you and this dad, and, and I'm like, mom different times you know <laughs> right. you know you you know and and, and like the, even how she holds and i'm like you were you know you're a different age now so I've, i'm you know i'm but i'm trying to be very vocal with her with what i'm comfortable with and you know just so i don't know i just don't want it to be any confusion And that and i tell her no i'm sorry i'm not comfortable with that you know obviously i'm a first-time parent me and my girl so we're very nervous about anybody no matter how close they are even ourselves we're nervous with what we're doing so could you imagine somebody else but i do think i think that that opening up that dialogue with any family members that you're going to be potentially leaving your kids with or they're going to be around your kids a lot just letting them know hey i know you're into you know smacking the dog shit out of your kids but i'm not into that so please refrain from doing that to my kids and if something's wrong just give me a call and i'll handle it you know just so then they know hey because if not then you cause a rift that could have been avoided you know
0: What about on the on the Latin side of things though? Because you be Latin, the Latino, (laughs) because and and Kay, you can obviously from your from your wife's perspective, kind of have your your POV on this. You, it's it's harder, in my opinion, to have a candid conversation, not necessarily criticizing, but setting ground rules like that, especially when it's like. The grandmother of the kid, and the reason yeah. being, it become it. They take offense to it, in my experience, yeah. right? So it's not like you are saying, "Yo, ma, listen, I get why you're doing what you're doing, or why you think you want to do what you're doing." We're thinking about it from this perspective. We would appreciate it if you apply this when you're doing whatever it is, right away. My mother, for instance, my mother would be like and i'm like oh shit bro it's not it's not an attack on you it's no, just i'm going
2: through the same thing yeah my... dog so, same thing and i yo she gets mad offended
0: yeah and I, i mean you cut you still have to have the discussion but then no, you it's... gotta sugarcoat the fuck out of it and it's like all right, right so you've reduced the conversation to a pat on the back at the end of the yeah, day And sometimes...
1: think Sorry, i was ahead. gonna say no nah, i think if you have the discussion it there's gonna be, especially uh grandma's it's gonna get offended but if you and if you don't have the discussion it's gonna yeah, be <laughs> it could be worse it's because then, you, then you're gonna um it's gonna be like you're gonna
2: have animosity if something goes wrong and there's just gonna be like like that rift that we're talking about yeah
1: but it, I mean, like one, but, one one day my my mom was visiting right and so i wasn't working and she wanted to give my son a chocolate and my, you know, and we've always told my son, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta always ask your mom and dad first before anything, before you can have X, Y, Z or do, you know, certain things. And, you know, so he was following, he was following his rules. Right. So he comes mm-hmm. running into the room. My mom's like, don't you know, interrupt him or whatever. And he's like, no, no, I got to ask my dad. I have to ask my dad, you know? And so he came in and, and I was fine. You know, he's like, Hey, you know, can I have, When he wants to give me this, can I have it? And then I don't know why it it may it offended the hell out of my my mom, right? Because not necessarily him doing it, but like I came out and she's like, she was saying, you know, it's okay when your grandmom say you can do or have certain things. You don't have, you know, right? You know, we we can tell you what to do sometimes. You know, give you the okay sometimes. And my son's looking at me like, but. Dad, you always <laughs> said that we got to ask you and Mom first, right? And I looked at it and I said, "Yeah, you know, you're right. You know, you, <laughs> that's what we have told you, so you did the right thing." And then she got Tight. She got super. She, oh yeah, she got super offended by that. I mean, we, we straight, we finally straightened it out. It, but again, it's all miscommunication. It's like yeah. you know, she doesn't know what we're telling our son in terms of this is how we operate. But then on the flip side. Grandparents probably think that, you know, well, we can get away with all kinds of different things because, you know, we're the grandparents and, right. and all that stuff. So, I don't know. It's messy. It is. It is messy. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: moral of the story is, it's better to talk about it than not talk about
1: uh, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's messy. <laughs> Everyone, I'm just... Everyone's drained. Drain. I am all stressed while thinking about our parents. And
0: <laughs> the candy thing is one that I gave up on that fight. Because my mom... Again, that's kind of what we defer to. All right, whatever rules you have in your house, you, you keep in your house. Because my mom was like the secret candy bandit. And she would just <laughs> lace them with all sorts of shit. And we'd be like, yo, chill. And... And they would that's, that's the thing. My mother's iPad and the candy supply is what the main things that drive them into my moms. They're like, "Yo, are we going to the Bronx? See grandma, blah blah, yo as soon as they walk through the door, they know where the candy stash is, they jump that shit, and then they go get the, her iPad, and then they go fight the rest of the way. You don't hear them the whole time they're there because they're on the fucking iPad eating candy.
1: actually my 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 mom's husband. Got mad at my son one day and he didn't take, he, he didn't take that shit. He wasn't, he was pissed
0: about it. Your son was pissed? Which,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. It surprised, it surprised me. Like, I mean, my mom's husband, he didn't get, he didn't get oh, too loud or anything, but you know, he was. Different. Verbally. You know, he told verbally like, oh, you know, you shouldn't do that. Or I don't forget what the hell it was. Something, it was something stupid, but he, my son did not like him you know talking to him in that kind of tone of voice and Mm. and and (laughs) told him so you know i was like okay check you out (laughs) like i let him i let him you know just go at it and so they could they could figure it out (laughs) what did he tell him yeah he just he said something like you know you don't i don't think you need to talk to me like that wow nice you know i like um, that we, we should you know you should you should apologize to me, and I'll apologize to you, and you know, so, something fair. like that. Um, along those lines, of basically like going back and forth on it, and not. But
2: diplomatic, it
1: seemed. Yeah, you know, he 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 was a little tight by it too. Um right. but and he still kind of holds a grudge right now. <laughs> we he's like, like yeah, you know, I'm. I I he can't talk to me like that. He he can't. I don't want him getting mad at me again
0: and you know, sure. <laughs> See, I pre- I prefer that like cuz he's communicating how he feels. A lot of yeah. times it, it, you know, especially with my kids, like I have to pull teeth for them to tell me how they feel. And and that's critical, especially in this day and age. Like people just let that shit bottle up and who knows what that becomes, you know, down the road. So All like right. it's better Way better that he's, you know, in that mode because fuck, it's yeah, hard no, to get.
1: That's no, good that he could just say, <clears throat> say what he wanted to. And, you know, it's not like my mom's husband is around young kids very often at right. all. So, both learning, you know, you got Yeah, no, that. that's real dope. Learn how to deal with different people and that kind of shit. So, that's dope. Yeah.
0: So, what do y'all think about. Uh... I know. Kind of... so what kind about,
1: What about the zone, man? <laughs> zone, zone, zone. What, what
0: about this political zone? Are you guys paying attention to all the shit flying around with uh, people putting their names in hats and shit?
2: Presidential shit? Yeah. Ah, it's too far out right now.
0: That shit snowballs quick, man.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it's for the I watched the what's the the what's her name Kamala Harris Kamala? Kam- yeah. What's her name Kamala?
0: Kamala Harris, yeah, from California. Kamala? I'm sorry, <laughs> that's how, that's actually how you pronounce it. It's Kamala Harris, Kamala,
2: yeah, right? from yeah. California. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I watched her her town uh, hall yesterday. It's cool, whatever, man. This
0: as long as two years on, I got a baby at home. It's too much to deal with right now. I, I'm I'm fearful. I mean, I. You know, I don't even want to say it, but before I even bought this house, I was concerned with the prospect of the potential win of of Trump because I looked at the, the you know, the landscape and I was like, yo, if I buy this house and this guy's president, we're going to turn into some socialist, like crazy change in our political system.
2: Socialist?
0: Yeah, I don't know, bro. I was like, because, you know, the way... Hey,
2: Bernie Sanders. <laughs>
0: No, all right, fine, fucking communist type of setup, where Trump? communist? Oh, I don't know, bro. Is yeah, antithesis that? But nothing, nothing's working. I mean, uh, let me not say that. Over capitalism, if anything. Yeah, but there's no, there's no. He's shutting down people's voices, and this is just a lot of dumb shit. Where a lot of our
2: leadership is better.
0: Sorry, that's 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 over, that's, yeah. that's a much better one. And I'm looking at, it, I'm like, yo, do I have to? Pack all my shit and move to Canada. Like I would. Those these are real serious things that I was thinking about. And now I'm like, yo, but th- there's no way that somebody's just gonna allow the democratic system to collapse, after all these fucking years, bro.
2: Nah, I I mean I don't think it's gonna collapse, but we're definitely going through some some rough times right now, and it's gonna it, it might get a little worse because you got to think, no matter what happens in 2020, he has a super loyal you know following
0: mm-hmm.
2: for for whatever you want to call them and he he's a crybaby so if he loses he's going to sit there and say it's not his fault or it was some conspiracy or something 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 he's going to want to stir up that base to keep fighting for him because his his ego got hurt yeah and if he wins never mind that that's you know he's going to do the military parade and and you know and and, and there's probably going to be trump flags and Maga hats and I don't know, man. Just,
1: <laughs> would you guys move overseas? Would you move your families overseas if, if need be? Not right now, man. Not ready for all I, that.
0: I really hate the whole running thing, but I mean, if shit got really bad, I'd, I'd I, have I just, to.
2: This country's too big for you to have to move to a whole other country. I don't think. It, I think that's really being desperate at that point. There, there. It's not like we can't say that the whole country's going to go belly up. And that everybody is going to become, you know, fear the walking dead because <laughs> of Trump and, uh, and, you know, and his followers who aren't wasn't the majority, you know, when it came to the vote. Right. So we just got to have some kind of optimism. I've never been optimistic about government, period, though.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I agree with you on that. So it's always to me, and, you know, I might be wrong. It's always the lesser of two evils the way I look at presidential races and government. So it's just hoping that someone with at least presents a better face, which I'm not saying is good either, because they could be looking great on camera and and sound articulate, but be scumbags behind closed doors and do all kinds of crazy things. But this guy has just what he does is he inspires other locals like him in yeah. the country. Like I've been hearing, you know, I don't know. This again, the media kind of like puts all this stuff and makes us all a little crazy. So we got to put that out there. But right now, I heard dude, some dude from um. Uh, from Empire, from the show Empire.
0: Oh, the hate crime.
2: That he got jumped, yeah, and that the dudes were saying something about, like, MAGA did this to you, or MAGA Revenge, or something having to do with MAGA, and, and yeah, and they, they, they whooped him because... He, I don't know if he is gay or if he just plays someone gay in the show, but that's why they whooped his ass.
0: Yeah, both, actually. He is a homosexual, and he plays one on, on the show.
2: So, yeah, so there's that, and then there's... I heard a couple other crazy things have been happening, and, and those are the type of incidents that I'm afraid will have more of before the end of this whole trump situation
0: yeah and i mean bringing it back to just parenting like that's that's a fear of mine and granted like i think we all grew up in an era where you know you face adversity with other people i mean it's it's that's not anything new but the 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 advent of technology and how easy it is to you know mobilize a group of people is scary because now yeah, you, you got, know
1: you got people cheering you on to to do more crazy shit right 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 and then even you
0: know like you know the whole the the confrontation in washington with the, the young kid and then the native american thing like oh yeah, yeah. like and then the israelites
2: like, before the video yeah, yeah.
0: like That's- like that shit i mean and i and i i think the over is that is that the word? Something like that. Over over sens- whatever, bro. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. So overhyped. The, overhyped, yeah. S- over sensationalized, yeah, yeah. So that whole thing, like, it probably wasn't even as serious as they projected it to be, be. But the media was is so leeching on top of those kinds of things that it made it into this humongous thing. And and that shit is scary because a lot of times it could just be a disagreement between two people. The media or other folks in the moment oh, blow out of proportion.
1: They sorry, no. I was just gonna say, but then you know, going back to DC with the the kids at the at the Native American rally, uh, the march. You know, a bunch of parents like they were there too, right? With, the, yeah. with, with all and the and the and the school the the, the the school people were there. The it's a Catholic school. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, just think about it. Like those kids. They pro- you know, they're, they're not learning that shit on their own, right? All that stuff is, for the most part, being funneled from their parents who are just sitting there walking by. So, again, it's like, damn, man, it's really important to think about what you're teaching your kids because there's a, you know, even though we say, uh, you know, there's a generation of people that hopefully will die off and then, you know, we'll all be in a much better place, but that generation of people are still teaching younger kids and it, and it carries on. So, so it's, okay. it, we it's, really got to have these conversations with, with kids early on so that, you know, they start to learn something. The
0: The proactive teaching is important, but also the, uh, or sorry, the active teaching is important, but just as important as the inactive, right? Cause when you're not in that moment trying to, educate your kids on a particular thing. You might be talking to your homeboy in the background and they're, they're within an earshot and they hear you say some crazy shit that, that stays within them. And they, that becomes like their belief to a degree. Right. So like that, that's also very, you got to be careful what the hell you're talking about.
2: You know, what I think is vitally important is in terms of teaching our kids or whatever is to me, nothing is more important. I mean, there there are just as important things, but, history if a yeah. kid has a good grasp of history then they can they can understand perspectives and different things they they can they can deal with certain things better i think because if those if those kids that, that confronted the native american even if they were berated by the israelites you know if they had a better understanding of history and what's gone on with native americans they might have had a little bit more respect for this elder that walked up that wasn't doing anything that just alone, they might have had, you know, more respect or someone, you know, wearing a MAGA hat might understand, hey, maybe for your parents, America used to be pretty damn good, but there's a whole other po- population, you know, part of the population that was, you know, going through segregation that have gone through all kinds of stuff in in the history of this country and same, you know, world history, all kinds of stuff. And I just think that that's something that that's lacking. I heard that is, is civics that's considered history as well civics.
0: I believe Is that's it? right, yeah
2: because i've I've been hearing they've been cutting civics out of schools, civics classes i Damn, I, don't, I thought civics was a government like learning that might be might be yeah, yeah, might it might be. be, you might be right, but even even then you know the the government but in in general, I just think that a proper understanding of history helps people understand other people's perspective and have empathy and understanding and 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 I think we're starting to lose that a lot, and since people now media and all this stuff, it's so dangerous now because people are confusing opinion for, with, fact. for news, for news, opinion, like, you know, oh. shows like on CNN or Fox or whatever, or being force fed on Facebook or social media or whatever as real news when it's just someone's opinion, you know, that's, that's just straight to like a, a certain, you know, fan base of theirs. That's dangerous. We're living in, in, in some dangerous times, you know, and and the, and the news makes a lot of money or the or these these networks make a lot of money off of sensationalism, like you're saying, and and stirring up a certain base. And so, yeah, it's just crazy times, man. And it, to even start thinking about the presidential race and all that stuff is just <laughs> your, your, your brain wants to explode. I would just say just. You know, watch it and vote your conscious and, and, and you know, I, I say vote. A lot of people that I know I'm not voting, none of that matters or counts. And then I'm all looking at them as like, Well, you didn't vote and you probably wouldn't have voted for Trump. Thanks a lot, asshole. You know, so <laughs> like I don't I don't necessarily you know I'm fifty fifty, maybe the vote maybe the Illuminati controls the vote. I don't know. <laughs> but I'd rather not take that chance
1: and I'd rather go exercise that right so that I could talk shit about it too. <laughs> hey manny, how how um how much does your oldest daughter know about the history of this country?
0: That's a great question. I don't, uh, I mean about the major, uh, moments like, you know, civil rights, certainly
1: the, yeah. Or just not necessarily the, the school history, but, but more of the people's history.
0: Yeah. Um, I think, I think she's fairly well-educated, um, you know, about the whole native American thing and, the, the real significance of Thanksgiving and those kinds of things she she's aware I wouldn't say she has a lot of depth, but she's yeah. you know broad as far as what she understands.
1: Is it something that when you see her and her friends is it is it any of that ever any kind of topical conversation among them is it any of that kind of stuff ever on their radar
0: nah, I like nah. the the moments where I take advantage and, and I'm terrible at doing this, but like. You know th- those. You know the holidays that are questionable holidays and right. or monumental uh, achievements or or uh, anniversaries. I try to take the time to really understand how she looks at those things and then complement whatever information she has, so that she has a more well-rounded understanding of why certain things happen and whatnot. So a lot of it is is not being taught. It's me kind of getting her a little bit more well rounded, but it's definitely not something that they're co- having a conversation about, uh, you know, among the, among friends.
1: Yeah,
0: right. What is interesting though, and, and so she, one of her favorite subjects now in sixth grade is uh, uh, social studies and well, history, social studies, is kind of how they they mix it, but um, they're like talking about, for instance, India is something new. Yeah. And they're explaining like the cast system to her. And uh, she and she's like, Yo, that's crazy. And you know, and how they kind of keep the people within the cast, like, you know, because she was like, You you know, the teacher was explaining to us how, you know, some people might have thought the easy way out of a cast uh segment was to kill themselves and then be come back as whatever. And she was like, No, but if you kill yourself in that cast, you're it's Locked into that cast when you return, so that's not a, an option. And so the fact that she was able to get that deep with me about it, I was like, oh, no. there might be some cool shit happening in that class. So yeah, it's it's kind of fifty fifty. How about how about your son? Is he at that stage where he's into a lot of the history stuff?
1: Um, not yet. I mean, he's. Uh, it... I think the main historical thing that he's been excited about was uh, Martin Luther King and Martin Luther King Day, when he started learning about Dr. King, and I mean he he got pretty amped and like wanted to go buy poppers and do poppers, like set off little poppers for his birthday, and he he uh, cool. he made a sign and put it around him, you know, Happy Birthday, Dr. King, and went mm. riding around on his bike, and then my wife oh, wow. uh, took wife took him to um well they were having some. Um, I forget exactly what it was, but it was a Dr. King service um, close by. So he that's went cool. there. It was, a, it was all an adult thing, and apparently, a lot of the adults, you know, he went in there with wearing his sign, and he was having conversations. But the adults kept coming up to him, like, "What do you know about Dr. King?" You know, and so they were pretty impressed that he was into it. So that's real cool, man. Yeah, yeah. So he knows, you know, he's starting to understand some of that stuff. I mean gonna have to start peeling back the layers of it all sooner than later just so he he starts to know more and more about you know he kind of understands the basics of of you know what he stood for but definitely need to uh, i'm actually excited to to get into that stuff with him just to see where his head head is at and see how well he understands that stuff and um just see what kind of outlook that that gives him growing up that's what I'm most excited about, is talking
2: about history with my daughter. That it's... that, that to, to this day, history excites me. I don't know, like that's my like my uh, my pretend yeah. second second career that I would be a history teacher because I just think that seeing things in the historical context broadens your understanding of something so much, and and even if you just have a like you can know about one thing in history and it kind of like it'll give you enough information about other topics that you you know that if you didn't have this historical content you would you wouldn't really get it what's going on here like why are these people beefing over this or why do these people wear this kind of clothes or why do they why do they not really like these people you know and it's just like oh because you know this world war something this happened with these people and this and this that you know and there's still so much to uncover that I just think it's like a never ending you know like thing to learn like as you're constantly learning about history
0: yeah i'm I'm with yeah. you i'm a, I'm a big buff. I consume as much of that stuff as I can but what's what's very interesting and also challenging is like when you go down the conspiracy theory path of a lot of this stuff i i I'm a fiend for it, but I know very you know very well that a lot of that shit could just be blowing smoke and it, but it's interesting. It,
2: you have to look at his entertainment. I have a friend of mine i'm not I'm gonna remain him nameless um look, I used to be one of those people, so uh, it's know, a guy.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) I used to be one of those people that, that, you know, and and actually hip hop is what really started to put me onto a lot of the conspiracy stuff, you know, like the Illuminati and then the secret societies Mm -hmm. and the Masons and all. And then I just, because I'm a sponge and I wanted to learn about this stuff, I'm here going, you know, down the wormhole. The hole, the pale, pale. Yeah. 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 And all those different things. And then, you know, when YouTube, you know, started coming around, you can go down the YouTube wormhole. So I was into it, but. I quickly realized that for certain people, most I think, we start to use these conspiracy theories as a reason as to why we aren't doing something in life. Mm-hmm. Oh, the the man, the man, the man, which could be true, but what good is that gonna do you? And if if these conspiracies are true. They are so grand in scale that there's nothing that we can do about it at this point. Right. So what's the point of fighting it? So I prefer to try to stick to like traditional history. But anyways, I have a friend that he's like nonstop, like, you know, Tupac's still alive in Cuba and, and you know, the <laughs> Illuminati and, and yo, e oh, let me tell you the Bilderberg group and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yo, bro, if you spent half the time that you spent on that, researching that into some other stuff, you'd be a millionaire. Right. And it wouldn't be that they're not making you you know they're suppressing you. It, it it's you, bro. You you're make you're just going down that rabbit's hole that doesn't benefit anybody at all. Because you're gonna die, what, saying that your your third eye was open? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, isn't isn't Tupac on drink champs next week?
2: <laughs> Tupac on drink champs. Yeah, so I they, went to a heard Sug son say that he's recorded, he has an album, a new album from Tupac coming yeah, out. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. He's got him in the studio. He said he's got him in the studio right now.
0: Wow, uh, man! All right. that was that was fun. Thank you guys. <laughs> na, na, namaste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I need to go and light some incense and, and hit the bong a couple times, <laughs> not, <laughs> not a bong.
0: The bong, the gong,
2: the gong, the gong. <laughs> I <meant> the gong. <laughs> <laughs> my my mind's in the wrong place. Oh, before we get out of here, real quick, you know that I found something, and I'm a, I'm gonna report back to you guys. I just told my girl there is a a a drink that's supposed to give you a buzz, and it's not liquor, and it's semi healthy for you, and it's supposed to replace liquor, as as alcohol is bad for you. This was created to, to so that people could still get a buzz. The synthetic liquor? It's not. It's supposed it's, to be all these like neuro.
0: It's Tiger Bone Jr.
2: Neurochemicals that were created. It's called,
1: with the, it's called herbs. The Zone. Zone, zone, zone. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'll report back when I get it.
0: Indeed.
2: Let
1: us know.
0: All right, man. All right, y'all. This is a great episode. Have fun.
1: Sounded <laughs> like <talking in>
0: <laughs> Great episode,
1: guys. Right, enjoy that polar vortex. We'll see
0: you later. <laughs> Thanks, guy.
2: Right. Later. <laughs>